Be prepared to experience a life-changing teaching designed to challenge you to discover your blessings in a world-fulfilled life. From the ministry of Reverend Isaac Abzalabaz Awuni from the International Central Gospel Church, Paradise Temple. And now, today's sermon. Morning also, and we thank you. We stand at your presence. We come before you. This morning, we invite the presence of the Holy Spirit to be with us again. May he come to fill us. May he come to give us everything that is needed. We open our hearts. We are thirsty for him. May he give us righteousness and holiness. We open the atmosphere for the inflow of the Holy Spirit. May your power do work in the life of the preacher, in the life of the hearer, so that after all of us will be blessed by the power of your word. In Jesus' name, amen. The Holy Spirit power, or the power of the Holy Spirit. We started last week by, by looking at the, what the Holy Spirit power does, or what the power of the Holy Spirit does. Why God gives us the Holy Spirit. Why did Jesus promise us the Holy Spirit? The security we have in the Holy Spirit. We look at it generally last week and then uh, we were blessed. We want to continue. Um, part two of the Holy Spirit power. Luke chapter 24 verse 49. Let's go straight and hear what the Lord has for us. Behold, I send the promise of my father upon you. But tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are endured with power from on high. Jesus said, behold, that is was when Jesus was about to go. After he has journeyed with the disciples unto Mount Olive. And God was about to lift him to heaven. His last words he gave to the church that don't move, stay in Jerusalem. Stay in the church. And as you stay there, I am going to send you the promise which has been spoken in Joel chapter 2. And when the promise comes to you, he will endue you with power from on high. So when the Holy Spirit comes from God, he endue us with what? Power. That is the main function of the Holy Spirit. When God releases him to us, he comes to fill us with what? Power. Then Acts chapter 1 verse 8. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. When the Holy Spirit comes upon us, we are supposed to receive what? Power. What is the power meant for? And you shall be witness to me, my witness in Jerusalem. Where you receive the power is where the power must start to work. Stay in Jerusalem and I'll send you the promise who will come in and do you with power. And when you receive the power, you shall be my witness in Jerusalem. The Holy Spirit must first be seen working in the church. Where the Holy Spirit comes to us is where we must see his manifestation 
Amen. So if the Holy Spirit is in the church, we must see him manifesting in the church. If the Holy Spirit comes to the church, we must see him manifesting in the church. Hallelujah. So if we stay in church and we don't see the manifestations of the Holy Spirit, then it's left with something small or something is not well. But the manifestation of the Holy Spirit is not always about people somersaulting and crying and no. As we read through the scriptures, it manifests in so many ways. And in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth, you be my witness. Acts chapter 2 verse 1 to 4. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, if the Holy Spirit is going to come, there have to be a full day. Somebody say a full day. Somebody say a full day. And I know somebody said a pastor, but what is a full day? Can the day be full? Yes. A full day is, is a day that you are going to church with spirit, soul, and body ready for God. A full day is a day you have dedicated and chosen that this day is for God. That is a full day. A day that every activity that will be going on in your life is dedicated to God. It's a full day. Hallelujah. So a full day is not that maybe you said, I live for 24 hours, so I'm a full day. No, that is what? Time. But when you leave your day 6 a.m. to 6 a.m. And everything about you is God. It's a full day. And the Bible said that when the full day of Pentecost had come, they were all with one accord in one place. Note that. One accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire and one sat upon each of them. When the Holy Spirit comes, tongues of fire will sit upon people and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Hallelujah. This morning, the Spirit will give you utterance. I said this morning, the Holy Spirit will give you utterance. The Holy Spirit will fill you again. And it will give you utterance. And when the utterance come, and the power come upon you, the Bible said that you shall be witness. You shall be witness of your life, witness of your family, witness of your home. Whatever you want a testimony to be heard about you, of Jesus, you shall be a witness of it. Hallelujah. So now, from these scriptures, read so far, how do we create an atmosphere to welcome the Holy Spirit? Because before the Holy Spirit will come, an atmosphere was created for him. Jesus said, don't move. Stay in Jerusalem until I send you with the power. So the people have to go and wait in Jerusalem for him. Then, as said, and the day of Pentecost fully came and they were with one accord. When you read further one, it said that the Peter stood up and said, brethren, the promise must be fulfilled. Luke 24 verse 49 must be fulfilled. When the day of Pentecost has fully come and they were one accord. Amen. They were now preparing the atmosphere for the coming of the Holy Spirit. 
and his power. So, if the Holy Spirit power is going to come to us, we first have to create the atmosphere for him. The reason why some of us, we don't see the manifestation and the power of the Holy Spirit in our life is that we don't create any atmosphere for the Holy Spirit. We don't create any atmosphere. The atmosphere around us is not welcoming the Holy Spirit. The atmosphere around us, it is not Holy Spirit attractive. The Holy Spirit wants to come to you, but the atmosphere around you does not welcome him. The power of God wants to manifest in you, but the atmosphere around you is not welcoming the power. So, from the scriptures, if you're going to create the atmosphere to welcome the spirit of God, number one, is to be united, unity. There must be unity of what? Spirit. There must be unity. If you are in church, your spirit and the spirit of God must move in the same wavelength. Your spirit and my spirit must move in the same heart, spiritual wavelength. I must be in church for the very reason why you are in church. My spirit must desire what you desire. If I'm in church, my spirit is desiring Jesus, in other words, the spirit of God. Your spirit must desire what? The spirit of God. If all of us are in church and our desire is for one reason, we have a unity of spirit. In your individual life and your private life, as you are in your homes and you commune with the Holy Spirit, do you have a unity of of your spirit with that of the Holy Spirit. Some of us come to the presence of God, but our spirit is somewhere. Our mind is somewhere. People are in church and there's headphones in their ears. What are they listening? You don't have an FM material that you say you have connected and then you are receiving transmission and listening. No. People are in church and they are browsing. They are chatting. Which spirits are you in agreement with in the presence of God? There must be what? Unity. When the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were with one accord. The Bible said that how beautiful it is when brethren dwell together in what? Unity. If we want to see the power, we must unite in spirit. Number two, focus. Your aim is to receive the power. Peter said, brethren, the promise must be fulfilled. So everybody's focus was to receive the promise. When we come to church, where's our focus? Hallelujah. Well, we come to church for different reasons, but the ultimate reason must be to receive from God. Must be you are in church to receive something. So all of them, their expectation, their focus was what? The power that Jesus has promised in Luke chapter 24 verse 49. That was what they were in church and focusing for. Number three was purpose. 
have a reason for the power what do you want the power for he said and when you receive the power you shall be what my witness the power is not for fun like today's men of god i read a book the power of the mind is a dangerous book what you can use your mind to do or, or what you can use your mind to move and it is not cultic book no they have used scriptures scriptures from the bible on how to use your mind to get results we have power so when you come to the presence of god there must be a purpose why you want the power most of us we are full with power but of no use power is sitting inside of us but it's not being used hallelujah when you go to your house now ecg is flowing but some of us our fridges and things have been put off but this socket is still connected what to the main grid to the power source there's power in it but the power is not working because the fridge is off so meanwhile there's power so we have power but because we don't have any reason for the power but jesus said as for the power you shall receive but when you receive the power it is to be my witness i pray that today when you receive the power may you become the witness may the power not come to you only for fun may you not walk be a walking container of power May you receive power that when witches see you, they start going away. You see, when we became born again those times, you join the bus, nobody wants to sit by you. You walk, you meet people and they don't want to talk to you. They tell you, go, 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 go. No, 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 no. You are burning. When we come to you, it's horse. Hallelujah. We can't go to church and church will close and we haven't seen the power of God at work. No, we didn't go to church. We go to a crusade and we didn't see power, demons running, blind eyes open, cripples getting up. No. We're full of power when we come to meetings. As for word of knowledge and word of wisdom, it was common. Everybody was giving some. And I'm believing God that a time is coming and not far. That when we come to church here, it's not pastor who's going to give prophetic. It's not pastor who's going to do. But the prophetic tongue shall fall upon you. The prophetic language shall fall upon you. Inside the congregation, we will start giving prophecies and word of knowledge. And I see those days coming. I see it coming very soon. Because I see God raising prophets. I see the Holy Spirit raising men and women who are going to be enduring power for the work of God. Very soon. Get yourself ready. Number four is cooperation. We have to be fully involved. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want the power, let us get involved. Everything that is taking place in the church, be part. Be part. Be involved when you are in church for that two or three hours be involved in everything leave every burden and whatever leave it home let, let, let it be in the house 
Leave it home. Uh, leave it home. It, it won't do anything. The issue, I, I, there was this, this, this guy that somebody sent me the, the, the video on, on WhatsApp. And the guy is, 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 I think, a Buddhist or whatever. He said, do you have problems? And they say, yes. And he will ask, do you know the solution? And then you say, no. Then he said, then why are you worried? Then why are you worried? You have a problem? Yes. Do you have the solution? No. So why are you worried? If you are not dead with a problem and you don't have the solution, why are you worried? Keep on with your life. Then you ask, do you have a problem? Yes. Do you know the solution? Yes. Have you found the solution? No. Then why are you worried? Hallelujah. When we come to church, let us cooperate with the spirits of the church. Let us cooperate with what is happening and forget about whatever, whatever. Some of us, we are in church, but we are not in church. We are only seated here by person. But we are not cooperating with the spirit of God. And number five, location. He said, and they all assemble at the upper room. If you want to see, you have power, ladies and gentlemen, you must have a location. The power of the Holy Spirit or the Holy Spirit does not come at anywhere. Jesus said, go back to Jerusalem. Wait! And they assemble together in the upper room. This morning we have come to Jerusalem, Mount Zion. The gathering of the saints of God. We are here not because of any human being, but we are here because of what? The Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit will come. Amen. He will come to your life. And when he comes, something will happen. Because you will speak in a new tongue. Somebody say amen. amen. Somebody say amen. amen. What are the benefits when the Holy Spirit comes? I don't want to look at the scriptures. I want to give, out, give you some few benefits that we do other things that we get up to pray. When the Holy Spirit power comes to us, Jesus mentioned some few of them. Let me give you about four of them and then the second service I'll give the rest. Number one is, he will give you power of life. When the Holy Spirit comes, you have power. That is, you will have power to live and make life. Huh? If you can't make your life, I'm prophesying this morning. The Holy Spirit will come to you. You will leave this place. You will make your life. I said you will leave this place. Anything you need to construct your life, you receive power to make your life. Some of us sometimes we believe that people will make our life for us. Let me tell you, nobody will make your life for you. No. Nobody. People will help you to make your life. But how your life must be made, you know it. Amen. Do you know that it's somebody who sold the dress you are wearing? Do you know it's somebody who sold the dress you are wearing? But who chose the dress you are wearing? Who chose it for you to wear this morning? But somebody sold it. People will only, only help you, but they won't make you. Helping and making is different thing. Amen. I am helping you with the word of God. But I can't make you to become blessed by the word of God. No. I'm only telling you what the word of God can do in your life. But if it's going to bless you, it depends on how you are going to pick the word and use it in your life. But the Holy Ghost 
is able to what? Make your life. That is why sometimes he picked drunkards, I'm robbers, prostitutes, and turned them to become divinely covenant children. The Holy Ghost will make your life. I said the Holy Ghost will make your life. I said the Holy Ghost will turn your life. I prophesy to somebody who cannot find your life this morning. May the Holy Ghost make your life. May the Spirit of God make your life. May He choose you and desire your life. Receive this prophecy. He gave us the word of testimony to save souls. Sometimes saving souls is not about the statements you are going to say. Sometimes one word. One word. That saves souls. Hallelujah. What message did Jesus preach to Peter? Follow me. Jesus said, Peter, follow me and I'll make you what? That's all. That was the gospel. What word did Elijah preach to Elisha? When Elijah met Elisha, busy with his business, he just looked at him. He said, what? Follow me. May the Lord give you a word that people will follow you to the house of God. They will not follow you. Come to you. He, you are able to win people. You see, sometimes some of us, we want to get from people. No. When you win a person, you will get whatever you want. When you win a person, you get whatever you want. You go to a person and you have never won the person. They want the person to give you everything. No. People don't give their, their, their substance just like that. Amen. Jesus has to win the disciples before he got them to do his work. And then number four is the power of God's blessings to prosper and succeed with the word of God. The Holy Spirit also gives us the power to be blessed and prosper. Are you ready for the Holy Spirit? Amen. Don't, don't, don't worry. I'm running it. Don't worry. Because I'll spend some time. How do you prepare to receive the Holy Spirit power? Because we are, we are going to pray right now. How to prepare to receive the Holy Spirit power? When we come, you are ready in your morning devotion. Those of you who do morning devotion, you know now most of us don't do. But you are ready, you come before God. And you want the Holy Spirit to come to you. How do you prepare? Jesus said, tarry in Jerusalem. And on the day of Pentecost, they were together. Fully with one accord. Peter said, the word must, the promise must be fulfilled. You must have time to wait on the Lord. That is the ultimate. You must have time to wait on the Lord. And that means you must spend quality time, number one, worshiping the Lord. With and in the Spirit. I will do much of this in the second service. What John said, John said, For God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship in heart, in spirit and in heart, in truth. If you want the spirit of God to come, you must worship him with the spirit and in the spirit. Some of us wonder how, what is with and in. Oh, 
Indele bazilo bokataya. Breka malibroski mata libroski be. Ikuri mataya libroski baya. I am worshiping with the spirit. If you are worshiping, he that speaketh in, in tongues does not understand. It is the spirit who what? Speaks. When you are worshiping or praying with the spirit, you don't even understand. You don't know anything. You are only doing it by your utter mysteries. Hallelujah. Holy Ghost, I thank you. I bless you. You have given me life to live again. You have saved me from hell. You have taken me out of the teeth of the lions who will seek to destroy my life. You deliver my life from the pestilence that move by noonday. I give you glory. I worship you. You are worshiping in the spirit because your mind is there. You know what you are saying. You follow what you are saying. And before you see, you see that all your body is becoming quiet and cool. See that your system is what? Following. Following. In the spirit. Where your spirit, soul, and body is part of it. Father, I worship you. Father, I glorify you. Your mind can never be moving around. Your mind will focus. So as you worship with the spirit and worship in the spirit, you hold, you cooperate, you focus, you unify, you locate yourself. So the spirit has a free flow to just descend into your life. Beautiful. And before you see, nobody will tell you tears must come. Nobody will tell you shake. Nobody will tell you some goose pimple. Something will just be happening to you. And you know that, ha, I am in the presence of the spirit. And at that time, power will enter you before you see. You are shaking. And some of you, before you see, you started giving prophecies and things. May you worship in the spirit this morning. Amen. Number two, study the word with purpose. If you want power, you must study the word of God with purpose. You don't study the word of God only for knowledge's sake. There's two ways to study the word of God. Just to read it for knowledge's sake. And also to study it for application. There are some of us, we study the word of God. Just, no. But you must study it for what? Purpose. Hallelujah. Like when I was in the car. I didn't speak in tongues. So the tongues were not, I forgot that I spoke, I speak in tongues. When the car was somersault, the only thing that was in mind was scripture. The only scripture that fell in my mind was the distraction that flies in noonday shall never get near my dwelling. And all I says is, Satan, I cannot die. Amen. He that is in the sun is saved. He that is in Christ is saved. I gave you power upon serpent and upon scorpions. By my word, you shall cast out devils. It is what the word carries power. Sometimes you must study the word of God to apply it for a purpose. Not to know it. It's not every day that you can pray. Sometimes you have to declare the word. Hallelujah. When God brought prophet Ezekiel to the dry bones, 
He didn't worship. Can this tribal live? God knows there's power in the man of God. The man of God said, yeah, there's power in me, but as for us, as at this moment today, mm -hmm, that power cannot work. And the God said, that, you know something, if I'm going to depend on the power of the spirit in you, you will fail. But I'm going to depend on the power of the word that you know. Speak! Say to this! And the man, the prophet looked at the bones and said, bones, that say the word of God. Live! I prophesy somebody this morning you are going to speak the word of God in worship speak the word of God in power and something is about to live in your life amen the word speak study it and apply it number three praying with and in the spirit I've explained it in a way Jude said praying in your most holy faith Romans said, 8, 26. They that pray in the spirit, utter mysteries. You must pray. When you want the Holy Ghost power, sometimes pray with the spirit. Paul said, I pray with tongues. I also pray with my understanding. That is praying with and praying in. Praying with is with the spirit. Praying in is, is with your heart, your senses. Times pray, ha, spend time. If you those of us, if you can speak in tongues, spend time speaking tongues. And when you finish, translate it. You know why we speak tongues first before we speak the dialects we understand? Because when you speak in tongues first, the, the, you get them confused. No spirit understand whatever is going on. They don't know whatever is going on. You you quote the Bible said that you edify yourself. So you strengthen yourself, you protect yourself, you cover yourself, you save everything in the spiritual realm. And when you begin to speak in your understanding, no power is able to temper with you again. You set an atmosphere. So when you begin to shoot with understanding, it goes straight to God. Hallelujah. Power will descend unto you. Power will come unto you. And when the power begins to come unto you, and you know that now power is with me, Ladies and gentlemen, whatever you open your mouth to say, it will happen. May it happen to somebody this morning. As, uh, may power come to somebody this morning. May the Holy Spirit come to somebody this morning. That we need it that when we come and we stand up to worship the Lord for power. You are not going to listen whether there's a song or there's no song. Whether the beat is good or the beat is not good. In the day of Pentecost, there was no beats. There was no sound. There was no praise. There was no worship. It was just human beings, but they have focus. I need the Holy Spirit power. In the day of his power, the people shall be hot, willing. The Bible said that in the whole world, they waited for the manifestations of what? The sons of God. Some of you, let me tell you, until you begin making use of the power of God, certain things in your life will never happen. Hallelujah. There are certain things in your life until you start using the power of God. You will remain like because there are certain things I can't deal with it. No. I can't deal with it. Jesus said that Peter, the devil has sought to shift you but I pray for you. But when you recover, pray for your brethren. As for you have delivered, but for your brethren it is your responsibility. Amen. So you must get the power. Huh? Sometimes you, your house, somebody is sick. You must lay hands. 
Sometimes you must command somebody, leave. Your words must carry weight. Your words must carry power. When you speak, things must happen. Because there's power sitting inside of you. Amen. You must come to a place that when you walk past and people come there, they must know that mm -hmm, somebody has come here. Some of you witches can get up in the morning, cross you to go and eat, and cross you to come and sleep. And you are there. You don't hear anything. They are not afraid of you. Today you shall receive power. Power will come unto you. The power of the Holy Ghost will begin to stir you up. That when you people see you, they will see that. Mm -hmm. When power comes to you, certain people can no longer be your friends. When the Holy Spirit power begins to manifest in you, certain people can no longer be your friends. Because you see, huh, there is no way human flesh, water, can be a friend of electricity. If you like, say the fire is beautiful. So I want you to be a friend. And go and put your hand in the fire. How many of you will run into electric, a naked cable? If you see a naked cable, how many of you will run to it? You run away. But you see, when the cable is covered and look beautiful, sometimes we want we connect our fridge and this and another. You see, when the power is not visible, they will be electrocuted. Electricity and cuter. So they will be electrocuted. This one, they will be Holy Ghost cuted. And this morning, if any wish come into your life, may there be Holy Ghost cuted. Because power will work in you.